now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, for broadcast number two from Air Venture. And uh, we're trying to settle into the vibe. It's only two, uh, you know, day two into the event as we record a few shows here from the, uh, I don't know, this is like the... The Woodstock of Aviation. It's the busiest airport in the world this week and uh, definitely worth plenty of coverage. We're having all kinds of uh, fun networking with some uh, folks here in the aviation industry and uh, giving you a little glimpse behind the curtain if you weren't fortunate enough to come out here yourself. Now, we're trying to settle in to uh, being here in Oshkosh, and uh, we mentioned it in the first broadcast with the the, uh, thing we came across with the cheese curd tacos. And uh, that sounded a little odd, but uh, we have not had them. But as you heard on uh, the broadcast from last week, the guy that we were talking to, uh, Bill, I believe his name was. Was it Bill? I think so. Yeah, and he he seemed to like them. So uh, we haven't had the cheese curd tacos yet. But But we are working our way up. We're working our way up. We started with just the cheese curds. So we got cheese curds and spotted cow. Which is a Wisconsin beer, right? Yeah, New Glarus Brewing Company. We got the sampler pack, so we're going to work our way through a, a 12-pack of uh, uh, microbrews here and uh, a pack of cheese curds. So, well, and it's what you do when you're in uh, Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin, evidently. So, uh, you know, we're trying to settle in, get into the vibe, and hang with everybody. We've got RV Tom with us. We're hanging out in front of his RV uh, after uh, day two, you having fun here at Air Venture or what, Tom? Oh, we're having a great time here. I'm working a booth today over at Velocity. I'm getting my little plug in here. Uh, we've had tremendous crowds here the uh, last two days. I think we're expecting a record. Uh, last year, I think they had about 660,000, and they're planning about 750,000. And actually, as of last night, they were turning away people for the camping ground. It's first really? Time. First time ever is completely maxed out. Well, we got to give a little shout-out to Heidi from uh, Aspen Avionics because uh, we went out to the well, it was the North 40, which is a f- one far end of the uh, of the campus here at AirVenture, right? Yeah, that's the transient camping that most, uh, most people that fly in wind up camping in. And uh, uh, Aspen Avionics has always had a uh, hospitality tent there with a big, uh, big fan to cool you down. Big old swamp cooler. Yeah. And, and, and they had this whole tent set up, and uh, Dennis had to go use the facilities. And I said, I'll meet you in the tent. And I didn't know if they were going to let me in there or not, but I saw that there were some empty chairs, so I walked over there. Wasn't anybody in it. And it was hot. I mean, it's kind of hot, Kosh. It's, uh, it's a little warm here this week, but that's fine. We went out and we found this little oasis, thanks to Aspen Avi- A- Avionics. And then Heidi came out a few minutes later, and I thought, she's going to kick us out of here. And I'm just, I'm kicking my shoes off. I'm cooling off and sitting in front of the fan. And they said, no, no, help yourself to some water. Uh, kick back, relax. They didn't know who we were, which is a good thing, because if they did, they would have kicked us kick out. out. Right. But uh, we started chatting with uh, Heidi, who uh, works with Aspen, and she said, yeah, you know, when you guys are ready, I can run you back over to your campground, whatever you need to do. And I'll, we were like, really? And so so she, we hopped in a golf cart, and she ended up taking, a, taking us all around the campus. We did a little tour and really got to get the big scope of this place, which it is massive. 
I don't know, five uh, miles at least, end to end, and then God knows how far the other way. I don't know what it is, but it's massive. I know that much. Yeah, and just seeing all of the, the diversity of airplanes that we had out there, you know, the whole North 40 was completely full. Uh, we went past uh, home-built camping, which is just impressive to see all of these airplanes that are, you know were built. You know, this is what EAA is for, and to see them all parked there, everybody coming in to show off and just enjoy the camaraderie, uh, it's something else. You need to come out here and see the scope of this show. Yeah, it is impressive. Now, Velocity, we went by their booth there uh, by, on the flight line and, and uh, saw the new twin uh, that was on display. That is an impressive piece of machinery. Uh, there, RV Tom. I, I call him RV Tom, but he's really Velocity Tom this I'm week, Velocity right? Tom, I'm Velocity Tom this week. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yep. So, uh, yeah, our, our airplane flew in from uh, the factory down in Sebastian, Florida. It's got the new UL uh, turbo engines there, 220 horsepower each. Impressive numbers coming up here. Averaging about 190 knots and burned just about 11 gallons an hour. And that wow. Was, uh, that's an that's about as uh, the same amount or maybe even less than what you're doing in your Mooney 201, isn't it? It's about the same, but he's got two engines. Right. Yeah. How is that possible? It's just the technology because of these advanced uh, engines you're putting on these velocities or yeah, what? It's the UL motors. Uh, they're made over in, in uh, Belgium, and they're, they're full FADAC, latest technology. Uh, they're about 70 years newer technology in Lycoming and Continental, but full FADAC. And when you go to start them up, you don't have to you don't have to primer or turn on the boost pump. You just push the button, just like starting your your Honda Ridge line. Yes, I like the sound of this, Tom. Just push button, starts right up, and away you go. I mean, it's got uh, redundancy. It's got dual spark plugs, uh, fuel injected, turbocharged, maintains sea level power up to 17,300 feet. So. And the higher you go, the more efficient they get. Now, we haven't had it up into the mid-teens yet, but when we do, we're expecting, you know, maybe about 230 knots and burning, you know, 12 gallons an hour. Impressive numbers and impressive yeah. speeds. And Well, once again, the Velocity has that canard on the front, so it yeah. definitely looks different because it looks like the props are facing the wrong way. Yeah. So it has a different look to it, but I'll tell you, that new one was turning heads when we were there at the booth looking at it. Uh, there were several people checking out, and I, I was surprised how big the cabin was in that when we poked our head in the cabin. I mean, it's nice and big. You could handle a nice group. Probably you get, what, six people in there easy with the, and still have a little more... Room for uh, some luggage, or yeah, what's the deal? People in there and get some luggage in there. You get your cargo in there, or you know, optimally, uh, four people in there and all your cargo uh, for you, your scuba gear. Right. Put all your weights and your scuba, your tanks in there, and head up down to the Bahamas or the Caribbean in there. And we got an impressive you know, thousand mile plus range on that thing. Wow! Dual engines over the water, so you feel that comfort level. No, the only thing you, you got to be able to uh, make it. You got to build it with the folks from uh, Velocity because it is a kit plane. So you got to do at least fifty one percent of the work, right? That's part of the fun. Well, I mean, that, the that's part of the experience, you right? You get to build the airplane. You know how you built it. The decisions that were made all that kind of stuff so there is a sense of accomplishment and when it's all done too right well and once again that's part of eaa uh, experiment uh, aircraft association that's what they kind of grew from and now it's built up in all this other stuff too with the super guppy and this giant dreamliner from boeing has on display it's massive stuff it's become the aviation industry event of the year you know it, it started off celebrating the people that were trying to build their own airplanes and learn the skills and and meet and make those connections and it's just grown and evolved because hey you're building your own airplane 
what avionics do I put in it? Well, here comes right. Garmin and Avidyne, and you know, and then the tool comp- companies, and it just kind of expands from there. And some right. people may not want to build their own airplane, so Cirrus, Piper, Cessna, they've got something for you. Well, there's you. plenty of things uh, that will inspire you uh, on your aviation journey. Now, you're wearing your Velocity hat. Yeah, we call you RV Tom because you have an RV too. Yep. So are you are you uh, switching RV9, hats? Not an RV too. <laughs> well, I mean, RV you, you have an RV. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's the closest you're going to get out of me yeah. as far as being accurate. But uh, when it comes to are you are you putting on your RV hat? Are you going over to their booth and saying, "Hey, I could do this little upgrade"? Or are you are we no, you get your hands full? Two, two separate airplanes, two separate separate missions. Uh, they are, you, <coughs> the RV is a little two seater, right? You know, a little two hundred horse. Uh, like homing motor, it's just it's fun for the hundred hour hamburgers and small cross countries. Right, but when you're here at Air Venture, are you looking for things for that too that are catching your eye, or yeah, have I'm you looking, had a chance I'm to for, do that? I'm going to get the airplane painted this coming year, next just February and March. So I'm looking to evoke plane design uh, schemers. I'm looking for some ideas of how I'm going to paint the airplane, something modern looking with a touch of class to it, but not over the top. So we'll see what I come up with. Um, I say you do a giant uh, head of me, give him the thumbs up. What do you think? Just like plaster that all over your uh, RV. I could do that. I don't think it's going to happen. But what? Why not? Come on, Tom. What kind of team player are you? Not very. We gave him a spotted cow. We gave him some cheese curds. What else would he need from us? You think, Dennis? Ice for the margaritas, which guess what? We got that in the back of the car, too. We just got to get him a little bit more lubricated. Maybe we make this deal happen. All right, look, we got more coming up from Oshkosh. Here, Air Adventure 2023, next on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise nothing go to justplaneradio.com send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter whether you're a flight student an experienced pilot or simply an aviation enthusiast there is a place for you as a member of the aircraft owners and pilots association join aopa to get the latest general aviation news safety resources and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. 
This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that is me along, Captain Dennis. I'm not going to get off the plane, but I tell you what, Harrison Ford might be walking the uh, the lanes here, the aisles of Air Venture 2023 in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. We haven't seen him yet. We haven't seen Tom Cruise. We haven't seen the dude from Iron Maiden, but, you know, they could be here. Uh, you know, incognito or maybe out there. We'll, we'll find them, and if we find them, we'll, uh, we'll talk to them. Of course, they'll run away as fast as possible but that's and get a restraining order yeah see if they haven't already set up security be on the lookout for these two troublemakers but hey look we got a, a third member of the just plain radio crew captain ed is here at air venture it's been how long since you've been here it's been 32 years since i've been here i was here in 91 wow so i've been here uh more, you know, more than me how yes. about that yeah so but you came because uh, me and dennis are here right no oh <laughs> and the reason you came was Corsairs. Right. He is a big Corsair fan, and they're having a big, uh, it's a big thing, right? What are they doing? They're just having a reunion. There are nine of them out there. Yeah. And they're going to give you one? Is that what you're hoping for? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So he's got a wild dream, but yes. Well, you know, he has a wild dream. I have a dream to just get an airplane uh, to learn how to fly in. And uh, so, yeah, we can dream together. That's what you do at an event like Air Adventure, right, Ed? That's right. Which brings us to this booth that you turned us on to. These are friends of yours, right? Yes. Now, yes. who are they? Well, we've got David Catlin from Cirrus Aviation and Cyril... From Elixir Aircraft. From Elixir, <laughs> from Elixir Aircraft, right. So, uh, so, so once again, your name is? Uh, David Catlin. And you are in Sarasota, Florida, and you're going to end up uh, working with these new Elixir Aircraft. Is that the plan? And that's correct. We just ordered 10 of them, and uh, we should start getting them next year uh, as soon as they're approved by the FAA. How about that? Now, we, they obviously have a few of them on uh, display here, and Dennis just got in into one. We'll t- we're going to talk to him about that in just a bit, but let's talk to the... You're the guy who actually created these. Is that right, Cyril? Yeah, that's right. I'm Cyril Champenois from Elixir Aircraft, France. We are based in Western France in La Rochelle. How about that? And these are carbon fiber. Full carbon fiber, like uh, racing sailboats. You see America's Cup boats? Yeah. We have make, uh, made them flying. I tell you what, they are very slick looking. The the paint job on this one under the tent that you got here at AirVenture, uh, this is a slick looking machine. Uh, and it has all the latest gadgets in it. And uh, is, is the plan, is this supposed to be like the ultimate new technology trainer for, for a company like uh, Cirrus over there in uh, Sarasota or what? Yeah, definitely it is. Well, uh, when you think about it, nothing has been really done for the past 50 years on the training market. And we want to bring something brand new so that you can uh, reduce your operating costs so that those guys can make a lot of money out of it. So uh, reduce your full consumption and uh, easy maintenance makes it well uh, quite simple. And those guys in racing sailboats, they have the solution. So we, we used to uh, race those boats, so we pick up that one-shot carbon technology so that the frame of the aircraft become only nine pieces. So compared to the tens of thousands, and I'm not counting, it's uh, too long. Right, but it's one uh, solid piece, pretty much. Well, or like you said, what, six? Uh, nine pieces. Nine so. pieces, okay, nine. Uh, but it's uh, less moving parts or less parts means less maintenance, that kind of thing. That's what drew it, 
drew you to this design? Uh, absolutely. First, I'm going to correct Cyril because Cyril said that we were going to make a lot of money. I think making money is just enough. Uh, and also that, uh, yeah, the, what really attracted us to the, uh, the design was the fact that uh, we're operating a mixed fleet of Piper and, and Cessna, and the uh, amount of maintenance we spent time, money, uh, and really all around troubles is uh, becoming almost impossible to manage. So, uh, when we discovered the, the design in Le Bourget at the, the Paris Air Show seven years ago, yeah. six years ago, so, yeah, six, yeah, years ago. six years ago, we were really. Uh, it was really impressive because I've, I've been in aviation for 40 years. I've been operating aircraft for a long time, maintenance, flying, and so forth. And looking at the airplane from uh, an operator point of view, uh, there was no mistakes made. There was no, how they should have done this. No, everything was there. Super simple. Uh, very small compared to a Cessna, smaller, so yeah. better for us. Okay, uh, less footprint for uh, a flight school, remember, that kind of thing? Yeah, and we're in Florida, so, you know, uh, there's hurricanes, so to put them all in a hangar, it's, it's, it's perfect. Right. Uh, it's a two-seater, so we don't need an extra seat for, or extra seats for, uh, you know, ghost passengers. Parasitic uh, drag, like myself. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And we just met too. So, uh, <laughs> He's picking up, uh, picking up a vibe as they, as they do. Uh, so uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it was uh, an answer, you know, for us. We're flying quite a few hours monthly, uh, 120 to 130 on average per airplane. Uh, so we needed something that could spend less time in a hangar and more, more time in the air, and that was uh, really easier to operate. You know, and he was basically bringing general aviation, training general aviation, uh, to this century. Yeah, and so so the idea, you know, high tech like a light sport aircraft, where you know, but have it fully certified so you can use it as a trainer. This caught your eye at the uh, Paris Air Show. Right. It, it's already uh, in operation overseas. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. The crew serial knows probably more about it. But yeah, how, ma- how many you got over there already running? You uh, figure um, we have ten aircraft flying already in uh, in France, and we have been designing it for. For two years from 2015 to 2017, first flights, then right. three years for certification and first, uh, first delivery last year. Okay, and then so the FAA is looking at it right now, and you're working through the final process. You figure what, you're a betting man, I assume, Cyril, right? You're for France, they bet all the time over there, right? <laughs> so, so what do you think? How long will you think? What is your best guess? Well, we have been working on that uh, validation actually, because being certified in Europe, and we have used the amendment uh, five of uh, the CS23, meaning that we can go for the FAR23 in the US without redoing all the work uh, in here. Uh, we have been working on it for a year now, and uh, hopefully, I, I would say 12 24 months max uh, we would love to be there uh, it's a lot of work and uh, yeah. at the same time we are putting uh, facilities here so we are going to be in Sarasota with those guys right. very important to do reassembly first and then final assembly here All so right. a lot of work well there you go that's kind of what I figured now Dennis got in the cockpit of this new Elixir aircraft and it looks really really cool but uh, you're a fairly uh, husky guy is what we <laughs> like to say uh, and, and it, I'm, I'm representative of the typical American pilot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and it looked like you were pretty comfortable in that thing. I was. I mean, the airplane's very well equipped. The controls just fall to your hand where you expect them. The throttle is right there under your arm, uh, right on the center console. You're not having to, you know, push-pull out of the dash or something weird. Uh, the seat's adjustable. The rudder pedals are electrically adjustable, so it can really fit a variety of, of sizes 
of uh, passengers and instructors. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to flying this myself. Yeah, I, you fit like well. You looked well. Uh, you know, we got a picture up at uh, justplaneradio.com uh, of Dennis getting in with the assistance of... Tom Frank. How Tom, are you? What, how, how did he look good? Did he look he, good behind the, uh, Tom the stick? Tom had shoehorn. No, well, he had that just in case. <laughs> he was uh, ready to wedge in. But he, it was, I mean, in it, this well, thing he, is very generous on the space for two guys, right? It is. He just slipped in. He looked like a pro behind the, you know, he, or behind the stick, I should say. He looked great. And I know that's what Ed's looking out for. Actually, Captain Keith asked me to look at it here while I was up here because he can't get up here. So your first impressions are? Very good. I'm, right. I'm impressed. Keith will get the thumbs up for me. There you go. I, I agree. You might see me in there eventually. You think, Ed? I don't know. When- One can dream. Let's just go with that. And we'll, uh, yeah, too long. But uh, we will make it happen. All right, check them out. Uh, what's the website? AlexaRCraft.com. There you go. Uh, take a look there or come out to uh, AirVenture. All right, more coming up from Oshkosh next on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Flight is a scientific impossibility. And even if it weren't, why fly? Where would it get you? This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis and Captain Med with us here at Air Venture 2023 in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Now uh, we've uh, wandered the aisles. We have uh, taken a breather. It's it's hot kosh uh, 2023 because it's warm outside. But right now we're inside the air conditioning in an airplane, kind of. You think, Dennis? What? We are. Uh you know, Oshkosh is all about the friends you, you didn't know you had until you come to AirVenture. And about 10 years ago, I met Gino because uh, we happened to be camping next to him. Well, now he's got the ultimate camper here at AirVenture. And we make a point of coming to see him every year. And now he's got his uh, DC-3 that's been converted into an RV. And we, we had him on the show a couple years ago, but he's still driving it and still pulling, uh, drawing heads as he heads down the freeway. That's right. This might be a precursor to Jimmy's World's uh, Elvis 
uh, riding RV here in the next year or so because uh, he's he's already talked to you about it, like consulting for that project. Is that right, Gino? Yes, that's right. We've kind of went over what things you can run into that you would never think you'd run into. <laughs> well, exactly. So th- this uh, DC3 that you put on, uh, what, what, a flatbed trailer? What is the this thing? It's our old delivery truck, an International 4300. Yeah, and, yep. and you and you just uh, cruise around and take this to the air shows like Air Venture. Is this the only uh, show you do or what? No, we do uh, quite a bit of shows. We take it to Walmart when you're going to buy a lot of stuff, put it in the fridge. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we do schools. We've taken kids for rides that like, need to go to a hospital or something. We've done yeah. that. Um, so, but we do we do a lot of stuff for the kids. Not too many adult events, but it's a lot of fun. Pancake breakfasts, and you know, sometimes. Yeah. You well, do. everybody's a kid here at Air Venture, so it turns heads, and people go, "What the heck is that?" And yeah, it's a writing kind of. Uh, well, you live in this thing at Air Venture, I assume. Do you during the day? You got AC, you got a microwave. This is like your little reprieve, you know, from the from hot gosh. That's exactly right. We run inside, grab something to eat real quick, close your eyes for a couple seconds, and then any outside and you run back out nice so uh, this dc3 i mean it, when you saw this thing i mean it, i mean you well, what do you do exactly in your real world because you're you're selling parts and things here at air venture you've been doing this for years i assume correct in 2015 we turned it into a from a side hustle to a real business and yeah my sons and i we run the airplane business and we sell parts and projects and we're really well known for saving a lot of vintage airplanes like guys that are in warbirds and stuff get us if there's a problem and we'll save the airplane instead of cutting it up well okay and so you saw this dc3 and you figured you couldn't save it but you could uh, repurpose it and turn it into an rv exactly that's it was a dream since i was eight years old and my son helped me make the dream come true how about that so when you're driving down the highway obviously uh, people are stopping they're taking selfies and creating uh, you know traffic hazards uh, cops never stop you and go hey you're not supposed to have this thing on the street what's the deal uh, no, they don't usually pull us over for violation. They wait till we get on an exit or they'll follow you for a long time. So you pull off and then they'll, they ask about it, want to see the inside. They're pretty good about it. I yeah. mean, most of them are. Well, yeah. once they uh, understand what you're doing, but I'm sure it, it, they get a double take or they get calls probably. Hey, there's some crazy guy on the street with an airplane. What the hell's going on over here? But, uh, but it's been a few years. You're kind of entrenched in the whole system in that regard now. No problems. Nope. No, no problems that way. They're pretty cool. A lot of times they'll check your plate, see if you're commercial. Once they see you're not commercial, they'll drive up, give you a thumbs up or flash the lights real quick and smile and then speed ahead. So. Right. And, and you can look this stuff up online. Uh, what, what would you call it? Like the rolling DC3? If people wanted to find the pictures of this online, how would, how would they find it? Uh, the Fabulous Flamingo. is the There name. you go. It's the so fa- that's what it's called. It's called the Fabulous Flamingo. It's got its own Facebook page. And then on YouTube, a company called Ridiculous Rides did a really good video on the inside and out and how we did it. So. Yeah, nice. And this thing will do like 0 to 60 in 2.5 hours? Or no, I mean, how much power you got behind this monster? Um, we Like Paul Pober, as he said, you build with what you got. Okay. <laughs> so it's 210 horsepower. It's a Detroit 466. Okay. So well, it's, it'll get up and go. Yeah, it'll get up and go. It goes uh, as fast as it goes. is about 75, 80, but it's happy spot, 62. Right. So uh, so this is your uh, home away from home? This is your like RV kind of thing when you're on the road? You, you live in here and the whole thing during the show or what? Oh, yeah. We, we live in here during the show. It's got a shower. It's got a bathroom, wow. a regular bathroom. 
three air conditioners, which on some days still isn't enough for Oshkosh. But yeah, uh, yeah. well, you've been here and done this now. So Jimmy from Jimmy's World's doing that with the Selvis Jet, where you, and he hopes to do a similar type of thing where you can come in and and get inside the plane and sit on the throne of the king and that kind of thing. Uh, but do you have any warnings for him, or like, are you sure you want to do this, or are you a hundred percent behind him on that project? Well, we're a hundred percent behind anybody. We've told anyone if you want to build one and you're legit, we'll definitely tell you what to watch out for and things. And he, I think he's got a pretty good head on him. At first, I thought he was crazier than I was, but after talking to him in person on the phone several times, he's he's in the right direction. The biggest thing is he's asking for help, which most people don't do, so that's a real good thing. We don't want anybody to see anybody get hurt. don't want to make any mistakes like that. So right. That's what's really cool about him is he's spent some time here, and he's going to come back out, and we're going to say, look out for this, this, and this. But his... His creation's definitely going to be a lot bigger than ours. Yeah. Do you have any aspirations to kind of do uh, the next version of this, or are you set for now as far as projects that are kind of outside the box of the aviation world? What do you think? Um, well, we had an A26 we were going to make to a race car, but my son sold it, so that they kind of went by the wayside. But there, we have a BD5 vehicle, which oddly enough, we just saw somebody is now getting to make an electric version of that. Yeah. But we have one that's uh, channeled down on a, a Volkswagen frame, so we hope to have that here someday. Just nice. fun stuff, you know? Yeah. And all this stuff, all these parts that you have, uh, you know, people just come and they're, they're doing it for like, uh, like uh, I don't know, museum pieces, like a Dennis Hall, a Sexton he might he might want to get from back, back in his military days, that you kind of bring those parts out and people buy it for, you know, uh, pick them up for sentimental value, or they may actually need a part for their plane or what or a little bit of both uh, a little bit of both uh, some of the stuff we have some real hard to find antiques which again which we're noted for for the antique aircraft and then other things like propellers folks are hanging them on the walls and are doing whatever so we try to try to keep everybody happy but most of what we bring to oshkosh is wow isn't that cool i want that right well are you always on the lookout for stuff at oshkosh here too like when do you ever get out on the grounds and walk around like hey i could do something with that or you know a little trade going on or are you got to focus on what you're doing here in your little your little area no we got we're able to go out we're actually helping some folks out that are going to be in the air show they needed something we had an inventory here which was kind of cool so that's going to let them fly in the air show yeah, we're always on the lookout always on the scour so when you're not driving a DC-3, yes. uh, are you flying too or what? Uh, no, we sold our airplane to finance our business, and we're just now getting back into it. So we're um, the two boys that are at flying age. They're going to be starting here, and we just found some really cool stuff. Yeah, and, and when you're back home, which is uh, where? Michigan. 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 You, you're managing the airport or something? What was it you were telling me? Yeah, I'm the assistant airport manager for the Berry County Airport, 99, and then we're going to uh, hopefully take over full-time as the manager here next year. Uh-huh. Well, so so what, what does that mean when you get to manage the airport like that, that you just get to be the grand poobah of the airport and... Whatever you say goes, or what? You got to mow the lawn. Is that what it is? That's pretty much. <laughs> it. I, I've learned that yes, a lot of lawn mowing and ordering <laughs> fuel uh, is probably the biggest things I'm doing out there and keeping people happy. You know. Yeah. But uh, it's cool. It's neat. It gets me to the airport every day, which it's a dream job to me. So. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Dennis has his eye on a sextant, and you want to get this. Why? Well, when I was in the Air Force, I was training to be a navigator, and so he has the exact sextant that we used to have in the 737 trainers. So kind of reminiscent of a, a, an era um, in my my history that you know I've almost forgotten about. So Yeah, and I had my eye on the bomb, which I was told is, what is a fuel tank? What is it, uh, Ed? It's a drop tank. A drop tank but it looks like a bomb 
looks exactly like a bomb. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, hey, you get that as a lawn ornament and I put the nose you. in the dirt, I and the HOA would it. love you. Well, I dare you to check that on the airline to get it home. Oh, yeah, I know Gino. Put yeah, right you do. We'll put it right in the house. Oh, yeah, exactly. Gino, thanks. Good stuff, buddy. Thank you, and thanks for visiting the Fabulous Flamingo. And we got more coming up from Air Venture 2023 next on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Guys, here we go. We got top seven answers on the board. Mid-flight. You'd hate to hear the pilot say, RJ. We're going to crash. We're going to crash. <laughs> All right. Paul, we need this one, buddy. Yeah. This is your chance. Howdy, folks. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to inform you that I'm blank. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Lost! This is Just Plane Radio, Gregor Copilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis here at Oshkosh Air Venture 2023. We're having a great time. We are. It's fantastic. I mean, so many cool people you meet at this event. It's uh, mind-boggling, right? That's part of the reason to come here. It's not just the airplanes. It is the people. Right. And, and the unique people you meet. And uh, which brings us to Alejandro. That's right. Hello. Nice to meet you guys. Now, you are. Uh, your organization is, is, is it Enigma? Enigma Labs is a company. Company, uh, and we kind of call our app just Enigma. Okay, and if you download this app, it's for what? It's for the collection of UFO sighting reports. So you can uh, submit your sighting. You can view the hundreds of thousands of sightings that have been reported historically on there. You can click on there and get details of sightings in your area. And then we have kind of bigger icons for more significant sightings, those that were like investigated by the military or, or some other credible organization. So the goal with this app is to prepare us uh, aviation enthusiasts for the alien invasion or what? No, it's actually to gather data so we could figure out what they are so the u and uap or ufo because there's a kind of the two terms out there means unidentified so we don't know what they are right the great thing about pilots is that they're trained observers and we find the pilot community has more sightings to share than most communities because they're up there and sometimes they're seeing weird things and then when they report them they're great at giving you know a lot of detail about the nature of the the object that they've observed yeah, well, you know, I watch uh, Secrets of uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Uh-huh. I, I'm a big fan of that show. And uh, they had a, a big uh, House Committee thing or a military uh, press conference. What did we learn on that? Yeah, the press conference was great. I mean, I know the, the gentleman who uh, made those reports. And, in fact, you know, I, I talked about them earlier at this event. I did a talk. But, essentially, we have these two Navy pilots who are talking about sightings they and their colleagues have seen. Tic-tac. Um, the Tic Tac video? Yeah, and one of the significant, you know, points that was made by Commander Fravor, who was part of that sighting, is that, you know, what that thing did was it came in very quickly, they chased it for a minute, and it took off, and if somebody or something out there has a technology so far beyond ours and can pop in and do whatever they want... And We're nothing, screwed. And what, yeah, Exactly, and we can't do anything about it, there's a problem. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, most of these people, including a lot of the Congress people, are feeling 
probably not Russian and Chinese. It's just too far beyond what uh, they can do. Well, there's something out there. We don't know what it is, uh, right. but you guys have created this app, and, and you brought it out here to AirVenture to kind of recruit the pilots to be, they're on the front line, right? And that's the whole idea. They can uh, maybe provide a lot more data that we could find out what exactly is going on or where they're coming from, that kind of deal. Exactly. And what we're finding, we're surveying pilots. And what we found is there's also a frustration that, you know, they don't have a place to report. When they do report, the FAA or the airlines, if they work for an airline, are not taking it seriously and telling them, hey, shut up about it. Yeah. And a lot of pilots don't feel comfortable reporting because they feel like it's going to hurt their careers. So there's a lot of frustration in this community more than others about... Um, uh, what to do and being able to so this help. is a brand new thing and you came out to AirVenture to recruit some uh, some <laughs> folks to put in the uh, data and, and uh, people are coming up to the desk I would imagine a lot of people that have had maybe experiences and they're saying oh you're doing I, I, I have a story and you're providing the the collection uh, exactly. and making it easy via yeah. app right yeah oh Oh, there's one now. No, no, that's one of ours. We're they're good. investigating one now. There'll be no probing well, you know, at this what's point. interesting, you know, what we're hearing here is, of course, this immense power shoving this, this thing of metal through the sky. But a lot of what these guys are seeing, like that 40-foot, you know, object, the Tic Tac you're talking about, yeah. makes no sound. It doesn't yeah. even make a, a sonic boom. So... They're, you know, we don't understand the physics behind what I bet they're on. watching us right now. Maybe. Uh, they have to be. Maybe. Now, now uh, I, like I said, you have a lot of people that come up uh, to your exhibit yes. here at AirVenture. I'm sure we have one of them now. He can give his name or not. What, what would you prefer to be called? Uh, Dave's fine. Dave is good. Dave is with us. Uh, so, Dave, I, we happened to walk up when we were talking to Alejandro, and I, I saw you, you wanted to. Did you see this as an opportunity to share your story or what? Uh, not initially, but I don't mind. Yep. Well, well, please. What, what did you see, and and do you like the idea of their app? Well, I, I, I see they're going to interfere with yeah, us. I have a feeling they don't want they don't want the real story <laughs> out there. But but you did have some kind of encounter, or was your brother this or something, or what? Uh, this is not current. This is uh, back in 1976 when I was in uh, high school. Uh, we got off the bus at the middle of the afternoon and walking home. We're out in uh, northern Minnesota, in Cass Lake area. And uh, we walked home to the house, and uh, our dad had it works in the town of Cass Lake. Yeah. Called us and told us to look out over Cass Lake. We're at the next lake, Andrusia, and we looked out, and we could see about five different lights, kind of going up and down and back and forth. And he told us that previously they were just two, three hundred feet over the main street of Cass Lake, which is a very small town. Yeah. Uh, and they looked like tic tac style, I guess you'd call them, but they were way larger they're probably 200 yards long and 50 wow. 75 so you got a good look at them i did not see these just my dad saw them all, all your dad saw them. we watched them for about oh you're sharing yeah, too much information about 15, dave about 15 20 minutes and we actually got tired of sitting on the roof watching them so we went downstairs and we watched really we watched scooby-doo <laughs> and then uh, when that was over we went back upstairs on the roof and we watched them again until about Another 15 minutes, and then about 3,000 feet over the top of our head, two F-4 Phantoms from uh, able to be Grand Forks Air Force Base at that time. Broke the sound barrier right over our house, and we thought that was awesome. Wow. And then when they got over near the uh, lights, they let them get real close, and yeah. then they just uh, took off to the to the uh, northeast. And uh, so so the lights took off once the plane showed yeah. up? Just as fast as you could take a laser light chasing your, having your cat wow. chasing on the wall, you just whip it off to the side. So what do you think? You real Star Wars stuff? You, are you a believer then? Uh, there's probably something out there. It yeah. could be reflections on the lake. I highly doubt it. 
Yeah, it doesn't sound like it from the way you describe it. I mean, did it have a major impact on your life when that happened? Or are you just like, this is so cool? Oh, we missed uh, Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> right. That says it all right there. But uh, what do you think about an app like this? you think the aviation community would be a good frontline reporter? It would be interesting to, to, to follow. That's why I stopped in here, just to see what's, what's up. Yeah. And so you think you'll like submit that story in their app and maybe add some did. data? Well, you did, at least through <laughs> Just Plain Radio, which we'll file it accordingly. But, you know, look, I think it's a kind of cool idea. What do you think? Yes, yeah. Might as well have some place to go because I've looked forward to see if there's history of anything that the sightings we've had other than local people. I did actually talk to a mechanic who was on the Grand Forks base working in the Phantoms, and he remembers that. Really? Okay. Well, there you go. If you know that story, you just heard the rest of it, I guess, or heard yeah. a little inkling of it. Well, the, you know, I think it's a good thing that we're trying to collect this information. You know, if, if we're pilots and we're on the front line, we want to uh, bring the aliens in and give them a good hug. We want to make it friendly, right, Alejandro? Well, that's really nice of you, and that's great that pilots want to do that, but you you know there are other possible solutions than aliens so we don't want to like make sure we're making assumptions we're trying to follow the data and see where it takes us but certainly when this is technology that seems to be on what we can do they're outclassing our best stuff you know it does make you wonder where the heck is this coming from well exactly but uh, but my uh, whole thing is i am jumping the gun i want to put out a handshake as opposed to like hey blow us up or whatever you plan to do probe i don't know well, i've I'm, read the book animal farm so uh, oh look out it could just be a giant farm well yeah you know maybe that's what it is but you know ignorance is bliss but maybe we should know a little bit more thanks to this uh, enigma uh, app which has been out it's uh, available on android and apple now right it's available on apple oh, okay. android soon but we do have a website enigmalabs.io where you can also look at a lot of great information and submit your sightings yeah and what, what about the, the when they did that whole thing with the government with the uh, you know the media release that they did this last week or so are you guys part of this or what well we have briefed nasa and part of that briefing the government agency that's looking into this now arrow has said that they are working with us and they are trying to evaluate how they might be able to use our app so uh we are keeping in contact with the government because we certainly want to help them solve this mystery as well are you contacting the government or do you think they've already infiltrated i don't know sometimes oh we're out of time oh well (laughs) and uh on that note we're gonna have to wrap it up till next time there's no better high than learning to fly Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to lead my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.